welcome into another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. My name is Rick McClatchy. I'm your host today. We're going to be actually having a guest in today, uh, inviting in Stephanie Anderson. She and her husband, Trevin, are uh, part of our central team at Mana House, uh, particularly over small groups and pastoral care. So how appropriate that she would come in today. She is an author of a book and a mom of two boys and, well, she's Trevin's wife. So that takes a lot of work all in and of itself. I love Trevin. That's why I have to make fun of him. So we're going to jump in with a conversation with Stephanie here shortly. And so I hope you enjoy as we kind of talk about coronavirus, working from home as a parent and a business owner and just some of the challenges that come in that, and then how us as families can even capitalize on the strange times of the corona crisis and how we can actually use it to see the kingdom of God expanded in our lives. So I hope you enjoy. All right, Stephanie Anderson, first and foremost, man, just a huge thank you for being willing to come and take time out of your day. I know you're uh, you know, you're a stay-at-home mom, but you got to support Trevin. And I know that's like a full-time job all by itself. And um, you got kids at home and, you know, I know Trevin's working from home and the crazy dynamic that that can create. And so thank you for uh, prioritizing this because I know you got to find a quiet place to get away and yeah, be able no to record with minimal interruptions. And so we'll kind of see how life goes. You know, this is this is recording podcasts in the midst of the corona crisis. And so uh, we just kind of see how things go. But I just want to say thank you for coming here and uh, uh, excited to get to have you. Um, at, from what I understand, this is your very first podcast. Mm-hmm. Got to be a part of it. I, so I feel honored that I get to have you on my podcast. And, I feel uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so you're, you're not just a, you're not just a mom, you're not just a wife. Um, you're an incredible dream team member at Mana House. Yeah. You uh, you invest tons and tons of time uh, in in making sure the church is what the church needs to be, and of course we're all adapting to kind of a little bit of a new reality to that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you're an author. Just mm-hmm. uh, published your first book. How long has it been now? November last year. So this is uh, the end of March. So getting five close months? to six months. Five six months. Yeah. Cool. So um, I. I you might be the first author I've had on my podcast. <laughs> so, well, so why don't you just take one minute and just tell us a little bit about your book and your blog and just, I know there's tons of great resources there. I love to direct people to. So. Sure. Thank you. Um, so my blog is andersonswife.com and um, I'm specifically encouraging every, anyone that comes, anybody of, that we become friends and we begin to engage that way. Um, And I'm encouraging people to grow in self-awareness, face fears, as well as stewarding family and ministry. Those are the big things that I've been growing in my life and something that I know that in mentoring, in um, counseling, I've been helping other people do as well. So, but my book is called Read the Book. And I talk about how the Bible helps us live effectively. And I can't believe how specific to this situation that we're in right now, how the book has actually helped people. People have been texting me saying, chapter three is so good. Or <laughs> they'll, they'll take a picture of a paragraph and say, I needed this right now. So, I mean, the Lord and his timing, he, he just 
new, but so yeah, it's called read the book and it's on Amazon. So yeah. Awesome. And uh, so you're Stephanie with the PH. Stephanie, Stephanie with the PH and Anderson O-N at the end, not yes. E-N. So, yes. uh, so Stephanie Anderson, read the book, Amazon. Uh, the Amazon book deliveries are a little slow these days, but digital yes, shows up real fast. So. Oh, yes. Yep. There's the yeah. book available. Get the Kindle book. All right. I'm, I'm getting serious. I'm taking my jacket off. Let's go. All right. So. <laughs> Uh, you, you mentioned in the end there that part of your focus of your, uh, of your blog is uh, family in ministry. Yes. And so um, obviously you and I both being parents, having kids running around all over the place, I'm a little further ahead of you, so mine are a little less crazy, plus they're all girls. Totally. Um, <laughs> so, um, but I, I don't know, I've been thinking a lot about uh, this whole coronavirus thing and how it's kind of reorganized our lives and yeah. and you know with the conviction that mm -hmm. God's always doing something for our good yes. is I want to talk about how do we kind of capitalize on this season of crisis and 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 weird change that makes us all really uncomfortable and brings a lot of challenge right to to try to find the places where God's trying to make adjustments in us. Yeah. Uh, not just so that we can survive a uh, coronavirus time frame, and we don't know how long that is at this right. point, but not only so that we can survive that, but that what are the, what are maybe the long-term uh, changes that we will see in our lives? And um, so that's kind of like big picture, kind of some thoughts I have. And I know that you've got uh, kind of your own approach, how you want to attack that topic. So I'll let you kind of drive it from here. Um, so why don't you just kick off with some of your thoughts and, and we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll play ping pong and hit it back and forth. Sure. Okay. Uh, one of the dynamics that I've been seeing as I watch in the news, watching online, um, different social media, as well as contacting people, just people that I care about in my church. Um, there's a, you know, we're, we talk a lot about the front lines um, when it comes to the crisis and COVID-19. We're seeing a lot of people in the medical field or on the front line, um, but there's not a lot of talk of a front line that I think exists, and that is with small businesses, and that's with parents who are running these, these businesses, parents who have to work at home and care for their children in the same space. It's, mm -hmm. it's a difficult space. And um, there's not a lot of talk about how do we how do we do this? How do we work at home with our kids? How do we parent our kids in a crisis? If we, um, especially like youngers for millennials, if we're not very old, we may not remember 9/11 and how that situation created a new normal, um, and we may not remember the before and after of that. And so there's going to be a new normal for our families and for our businesses. And so I've just been kind of looking at that, kind of watching that and thinking, how do we parent our children through this to prepare them for the new normal? But then how do we also, like you said, take advantage of this season that we have? What is God doing? And what are some things that we can do to lean in and trust him with our kids, with our families? So that's kind of like what I've been thinking about. Those are the things that I'm watching. Yeah. So which which part of that do you want to peel off first and we can kind of dissect that a little bit? Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> kind of thinking about the crisis situation, if we 
talk about that a little bit first, kind of look at that, and then maybe we can give some ideas for parents to help them um, kind of know what to do in response to that. Yeah. We could talk that way. Yeah, so let's talk about, you mentioned uh, people that own small businesses and people that are you know, trying to, now they're forced to work from home and the kids aren't at school. And yeah. so, holy moly, <laughs> like what, what do I do? All, I, all over each other. I know. I, 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 told, uh, I told the kids, I'm like, hey, I'm recording something. And so stay out of the garage yeah. <laughs> you know, at least until 4.15, you know? So um, you have to make yeah. adjustments along the way. But so, uh, so, so mom and mom and dad now, maybe both of them potentially are, are home working from home and uh, got kids running all over. So I, I can imagine you have a few different things. You have uh, a level of expectation. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're used to being able to get a certain level of work done, a certain quantity of work done. And you're probably also used to a certain level of like autonomy and independence and like uh, your life is a little more compartmentalized and now it's not compartmentalized. Plus you could have stress and pressure with the spouse because now you're around each other a lot and having to deal with pressure with each other. So um, I, from what I understand, you even have some resources that you've prepared um, on, is it on your, uh, on your blog yes. already? Yes, it's already on my website, andersonswife.com slash blog slash work at home. Um, and it's on the front page. So you'll be able to see that there also on my Instagram, just the link in bio. It's right there. I'm Anderson's wife on Instagram. Um, but yeah, the crisis has changed things on the home front. Like when I, when I, before this, when I was thinking about what a crisis would be or what a pandemic would be, I was trying to think like, what is a good picture? What's a way to explain it? And I was thinking about Okay, have you seen the movie Star Wars Force Awakens? Uh, unfortunately, no, I have not, but okay. thanks for exposing me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, sorry. I've ordered well, that on Disney Plus tonight. So. Yes, okay, there you go. I'm, so I was thinking about this. I was thinking on Star Wars Force Awakens, the First Order actually uses a star killer base to destroy and annihilate planets of the Republic. And so what happens is there are individuals that go out on their balcony and they see that this laser is coming and then it's just annihilating and completely destroying their planets. And when we think about a crisis or a pandemic, I think because of you know TV and media, it's almost like I expected something to just come and hit me and there'd be this huge impact and then I'd be able to build from that or not even be able to build at all. When I was thinking about it, it's a little bit different. We're seeing impact after impact after impact instead of one huge impact. So the picture that I have, um, have you seen Avengers Infinity War? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not completely culture, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're big Marvel fans. We're big Disney fans. I have all boys in my family. I'm the only girl in the house. But uh, so you know how the Avengers, they're in Wakanda, they're out in the field outside of Golden City, and Black Panther, Captain America, they're all in line, they're in formation, and then there's that energy dome, right? Mm -hmm. And on the other side of the energy dome is the Outriders. And you know how that, that scene where some of them are able to push through, so not entirely the whole army of Outriders can't come through that energy dome, but some of them are. And so it's kind of like that for families 
Um, and for individuals who are not on the front lines in the medical field, there's just impact after impact after impact. And so we still feel like we're on the battle, uh, at, like on, on, in the middle of a battlefield and there are still decisions to be made, but it, the impacts are slower. And I think especially we can see um, there are people who have privilege, right? We are privileged to work from home. We are privileged that our kids have the resources to do school online. And so there are even individuals that have impacts that are different. They don't have the ability for their kids to do school online. They don't have the ability to feed their children. Uh, and so depending on just where we are in society, the impact is different but it's coming in waves. And so mm -hmm. for parents, we, <clears throat> one of the things that I talk about in my how to work at home with kids resource is one of the things that we can do as parents, no matter where we are and uh, where we are in our communities is find an anchor for our kids and find an anchor for ourselves. It's the little things that we're going to decide we want to be good at. So for example, for me, it helps kind of ground me every day I have devotions and every day I have a coffee in the morning. It kind of reminds me, okay, this is a new day. My kids were nuts yesterday and we're starting over, you know? And so whatever mistakes I made last, mm -hmm. last week or yesterday, I don't have to let it pile on. There's going to be new decisions. There's going to be more impact even. Um, and so finding those little things as big picture things change, whether it's losing our job, having to go find a new job, um, learning how to adjust to schooling, whatever the adjustments are, you know, having to go find toilet paper, you know, like, <laughs> whatever it is, is finding our little anchors that help us stay centered, help us stay focused and help us stay together as a family is kind of where I've been telling everybody to start that I've been able to talk with. Yeah, the other piece is, you know, um, Jesus talks about don't worry about tomorrow because yep. uh, today has got enough stinking worry in it for itself, yep. you know, like, and, and I've been really leaning on that in helping encourage people and how to tackle the new, the new thing that they're facing mm -hmm. is because we want to look at three weeks, a month, six yep. weeks, six months down the road. Yeah. and have a plan and know what's coming and we just don't have that luxury right now i don't know if we ever do really yeah. um, it's like slamming us in the face right now that we don't have that capability right and and so just encouraging people like now what i need you to do is i need you to just take one day at a time one yeah. step at a time one one process at a time and and uh, i love what you're saying about having that reset moment every day um, because um, I would consider myself to be fairly optimistic and the kind of person that I don't usually get overrun yeah. uh, by fear or anxiety or worry. It's not usually where I pitch my tent, you know, but, yeah. but boy, in the midst of all of this, yesterday wasn't a super good day for me. Like I, I don't know. I just, I listened to a little too much of, you know, certain kinds of news that was like, ugh, yeah. there doesn't seem to be any hope in this. Yeah. And so, um, man, I got up this morning and I just had to open the Bible and start praying. And I'm like, Lord, I need, I need something fresh today because yesterday kind of beat me up a little bit. Like I was just feeling crummy, you know, and how important that is, whether it's because of stuff we're hearing from the outside or whether it's because we had a bad day at home mm -hmm. and maybe we're feeling like a failure as a parent or we're feeling 
like a failure as an employee because uh, like, you know what, hey, I, I think I gave about a four out of 10 today. Right. Um, is, is just understanding we're in a different uh, reality right now than we've ever been in before. Yeah. I think that's safe to say for anybody that's alive at this point. Um, but because anybody that was alive in any like pandemic is pretty old, you know, they yeah. probably be <laughs> close yeah. to about a hundred years old, you know, for right. like Spanish flu or whatever. But um, so this one's been the most impacting that anything that we've seen. And so yeah. um, it's just hard. It, and the other thing is we're in a, we're in an, a time frame and a situation that none of us have encountered before. Right. So it's not like we look back and we go, Oh, I remember when, right. And this is what we need to do as a result. And, um, so yeah, I, I really appreciate what you're saying there about the daily reset and also managing expectations would be a huge piece that you can't, uh, you can't expect from yourself the same thing that was expected before because so much of, the criteria has changed and so um, even how to have honest conversations with supervisors or et cetera et cetera et cetera yeah Um, but so then um i don't know have you had many conversations with small business owners or anybody like that where they're facing different kinds of pressures maybe maybe it's not their family they're concerned about it's their employees families or anything like that yeah one of the concerns is um how how to um, care for staff and still keep your business going. You know, like that tension is what I'm hearing. Um, I've, I've talked to uh, specifically one of my friends. They said that they were fine as far as like the business. They have what they need to run the business, but they're thinking about their staff and how much can their staff handle at this time, you know, if it's a single parent or if it's another uh if it's a couple and the other spouse that doesn't work for them, how are they doing with their job? And so there's kind of just this, um, do we move forward? Do we completely come up with a new plan and, you know, hope that they can do that at home? Um, You said something about, you know, having lower expectations. And I think one of the things that we struggle with specifically in the United States is having low expectations of ourselves is an okay thing because it's not a place to stay at it's a place to grow from and so one of the things that we were talking about is having a plan when things get emotional and one of one of the gals that i was talking with she said if you could pray for this pray that we um have clear thinking and pray that we don't let these other things get to our heads that way we can make wise decisions and i thought that was so true having a plan for when um our emotions are running high, whether it's with the business or with our children, having a plan like, okay, I need to take a 15 minute timeout. I need to take a break. I need to clear my head. I need to pray or parents need to go take a timeout in the car somewhere where have a plan when our emotions are running high will help us understand that we have the emotions too. We're be impacted too. And we will be healthier mentally and emotionally and spiritually if we're aware of that and we'll be better bosses and we'll be better parents when we're recognizing those and stewarding those in ourselves first. And then we can help other people steward those as that opportunity arises. Yeah. So I think that maybe a way to say that is to recognize our own humanity and Mm -hmm. also recognize the humanity in other people. 
Yeah. Um, and that's something that we should do all the time, but it's really easy uh, because we're task oriented. We're, you know, yeah. trying, we're performance, you know, we're like, we're Americans, you know, we like to get stuff done and yeah. performance and all that kind of stuff. And, and sometimes in that mix, the, the piece of humanity gets lost a little bit yeah. and employees are almost viewed as assets. Right. A little bit. And so um, it's a, it's an interesting, um, it's interesting how God is working in the midst of this uh, whole situation to kind of recalibrate our lives a little bit and yeah. what's important. Um, because when, when things are kind of stripped away, um, I mean, cause me right now, like financially, we've been minimally impacted at this point. Mm -hmm. Can I say it like that. Cause yeah. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know what things right. are going to look like. So it's like I'll right now. Last, yeah. Yeah. It's like right now, uh, financially we're doing okay. Um, we're, we're not doing anything crazy. We're putting, putting some things on hold that we were planning on doing and just to try to be smart, you know, and, right. um, no trips. But, <laughs> but yeah, I know. But, um, but really when I look at our lives, I think, man, um, our lives are actually still really, really full, uh, in a, in a, like, man, my kids and being mm -hmm. able to, it's like forcing us to right. spend more time together as a family and the yeah. conversations that flow out of that. And, and almost think, man, there are some things I'm picking up in this journey that I think, wow, maybe we should uh, take a look at what we can do after all this craziness is over yeah. to maintain some of these things, you know, whether it's, like, wow, we really enjoy having a family movie night together. And so yeah. we could do that every Thursday, you know, whatever, whatever the thing is for your family. Yeah. And you just begin to build in some, some blocks that are consistent pieces yes. for your family to connect because now we're going like, oh, wow. So it's really easy for us to allow the busyness of life to overrun those things. And we don't have those important moments. And, um, and so just thinking about how it brings up meaningful conversations maybe this is kind of the point that we'll wrap up on today is um talk to me about maybe what you've personally experienced in regards to meaningful conversations and how how we can look at how god can use even crisis um to move things his kingdom to move it forward so yeah. that we can all maybe be encouraged and, and walk forward with a new a new perspective yeah um for us you know on a personal level with my kids, I've been seeing them, I've been trying to create a, a safe space for them to fall apart, you know, because they're being impacted too. And so allowing them, one of them cries more than normal and the other one gets frustrated a little bit easier. And so I kind of am like, okay, I want to create a safe place for them so that they can fall apart. And just seeing that like God has had mercy on me uh, and he's been patient with me. He allows me to feel all my feelings, you know, when things are hard for me. And so I've been trying to keep that in mind with my kids because normally I'm like the tough love mom. I'm normally like, oh, well, um, buck you know, up, like, buddy. <laughs> right. Like just walk it off, you know? Yeah. And so instead I've been like, okay, come here. How are you? And because the situation is hard. And so it's going to, it's going to make them tough on its own. Um, and so I've been just trying to see, you know, how, like on a personal level, I've been seeing we're in a crisis, but my own sin creates a crisis. And our youngest, he is not a Christian yet. He has not asked Jesus into his heart. 
he'll be four this year, but he keeps saying my heart, my heart. He's noticed his heartbeat now he's become aware of it. And so we're talking a lot about Jesus. And I think that um, we're going to take this time to begin to plant that seed that Jesus can live in our heart and that we can be Christians. And so I think if I could encourage anybody, if I can encourage parents, you know, it's difficult, but I think if you are, if you're trying and if you're asking the question, am I doing a good job right, job right now? If I'm trying to talk to my kids about this and trying to help them and coach them through it, I think those are the first steps. And I want to tell you, if you're doing that, you're doing a good job. I think that shame and fear of not doing it right will handicap us and it can paralyze us from doing a good job in the future. So just trying to do a good job and being present with our kids and then staying in tune to the Holy Spirit, thinking, what does my, what does the Holy Spirit want to do in my children's life or in my employee's life? Um, and recognizing that our sin created a crisis. And for me, the thing I can't get away from is Jesus sacrificed himself mm -hmm. so that I could be saved from my sin. And thinking about, okay, how can I be Christ-like in this situation? If I need to be a little bit more patient and a little bit less selfish, if that will help somebody else thrive in the middle of something that is so difficult and so new, I want to try to do that. And so that's where I have to lean into the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, I don't have any more to give. I don't want to be patient anymore. <laughs> I don't, I'm tired and I want to just take care of me or just veg out and do nothing. And so leaning into the Holy Spirit. And I would say, encourage any parents, working parents, you're doing a good job. And it's, it is difficult. It's okay that it's difficult and that it's new. Um, and not to be ashamed that you're working hard, that your kids are going to be okay. So. Yeah, it's so good. <clears throat> and I think it comes almost kind of full circle of all the stuff we've been talking about is, um, you know, how you handle your daily reset yeah, uh, is is critical to be able to do these moments that we're talking about now. And so in order for us as people to view employees or our kids or as humans, uh, honestly, we have to have that daily reset where we kind of recenter ourselves. That anchor. Go, okay, Lord, fill me. Yeah. Um, basically, we have to find ourselves in Christ again every day. Every day. And, yeah. <laughs> a I mean, today, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, at, at least daily, like at the bare minimum, do it daily and, um, and kind of like that recentering yourself on who he is, what yeah. he has done. He's your source. He's your provider. He's your peace. All of those things, um, because Jesus did that great thing, but you know, he was Jesus, right? Like he was, yeah. he was God in the flesh. And so like, okay, unfair advantage, Lord, you know, that, that triple jump was wind assisted, you know, and I'm not sure. So anyway, I don't know where I'm going with that. But <laughs> so for us to understand that um, if we try to do it in our own strength, we will fail. But if we find ourselves in Christ, he's already done it. Yeah. And we get to, we get to then find ourselves in those, in those conversations where it's our, our son, it's our coworker, it's our employee. Yeah. that is open to something that they wouldn't normally be open to because all of the crutches that they've had holding their life together have fallen apart. And so they're like, dear God, there better be something else here. And it opens up to conversations that don't normally happen. There aren't usually those, those open doors. And so I guess 
man, today I'm really stirred up to encourage the church to, to be in that place of being in Christ and having that daily reset so that when the opportunities come, again, whether it's any of those people or whether it's a next door neighbor or a relative that is connecting with you via FaceTime or whatever, that we have the stuff inside of us. Choose courage. Yes. Yeah. And, and we're not so beat up by right. the world mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, because sometimes we just, you know, we're, we're just trying to encourage people to, to like not freak out, you know, but it's yeah. like God's actually calling here, us here. Yes. to life and life to the full. Yes. And so it's not just good enough to survive in Christ. That's mm-hmm. not what he died for. Mm-hmm. He died for us to, to live life and life to the full. And that it's not a lot of money necessarily. Like he could bless you with a lot of money, but it means that we're full of the fruit of the spirit, love and joy and peace and patience and kindness, you know, all this stuff. And that we able, we were able then to be life, to give life to other people. And uh, so awesome. Well, I, here's what I always love to do this. I catch you off guard. You've got one last shot to take for the audience. What do you want to tell them? What's your parting shot today? Oh man, my parting shot would be resist fear, choose courage, and to really anchor yourself in the word. Read the Bible. It helps us resist fear. It helps us think clearly and to take care of each other. Amen. That's so good. Awesome. Well, once again, Stephanie Anderson, andersonswife.com. And the book that she's written is Read the Book, available on Amazon. And uh, I recommend if you, you know, you can't order the physical book for a while. I don't know. You can get the digital. I'm a big Kindle fan. So um, I'm hoping Kindle will sponsor my, no, <laughs> but um, so seriously, Stephanie, thank you. <laughs> thank you for taking time today. Uh, super appreciate you. I'm um, just praying God's blessings on your life that the Lord would bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious to you. Thank and you. Give you peace over you, you and the same thing. whole You're household. Say that again. I said, same thing for you and for your listeners. Come on. Amen. So God bless you. Have a great day. Well, there you have it, folks. A great interview with Stephanie Anderson. And again, just her information. You can go to her website at andersonswife.com. You can go to Amazon. You can pick up a copy of her book, Read the Book. And again, just uh, hope that you found the content to be helpful today. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, or snide remarks, please feel free to hit me up at my email address, rickm at manahouse.church. And I look forward to seeing you again in the next episode. God bless.